0: Are you doing this work to facilitate growth or to become famous? Which is more important? I fuck with what y'all got
1: going on and what y'all represent. You know what I'm saying? We want people to leave greater
2: than they came. We want people to leave with an aha moment.
3: Because black people don't like going to therapy. Right. Y'all made therapy cool. Yeah. And you got an elder on social media talking about relationships. Like, that's not something we see all the time in.
1: The content of it, you know what I'm saying,
4: basically address a lot of issues that, you know I'm saying, our community got toxic traits, you know what I'm saying, past trauma, and it ain't shoved down your throat in a, in a you know, politically correct way, you know what I'm saying, there's a lot of struggle. If I can go to Shade Room, I can go to Full
3: Circle TV. You know everything come full
4: circle. I just so love watching come full circle, and I can never let
2: the my circle. No. Right now. Hey fam, welcome back to season two of Relationship Goals the Podcast, where our goal is to encourage our listeners to do the work, have those hard conversations, and cultivate healthier relationships. In season two, we're going to meet four couples. These four couples are navigating through life as parents, entrepreneurs, and even blended families. week we sit down with these couples to talk about the struggles they faced early on insecurities and living together prior to marriage let's jump right into the episode
3: this is a this is a good this is a good question because i didn't propose um rachel asked me to marry her
5: we got the magic happening Girl, the feeling is great and i'm loving it hey we got the magic happening Everything that we need, everything that we pay, girl, the magic's happening. And the feeling is great, and the feeling is great, girl, the magic's happening, happening, it's happening,
0: yeah. The morning Harry proposed, it was a regular day for me. I was working in childcare. Um, So I was a pre- preschool teacher, one, two-year-old. I was going to work. Um. He did not have to work that day. So we had decided to have like a date night um, after I got off work. And I told him, I actually just bought my car before like a week or two before that we were going out. So I'm like, I'm gonna pick you up after work, be ready. Like, I don't want, I gotta go change this or go grab some other shoes. I'm gonna go home after work. I'm gonna change my clothes. I'm gonna come pick you up and then we can go like go to eat, do whatever. I go to work, go home, change my clothes, go to pick him up, and he comes out of the house, he walks out of the house, walks down the driveway, and he's like, I, I don't wanna wear this. <laughs> I'm like, you have, you didn't have an hour till you had all day, so now you don't even wanna wear what you had on? He goes back in the house for probably 10 to 15 minutes and i am fuming <laughs> i'm waiting waiting in the driveway like
6: 15 minutes
0: you but you had all day you had all day so to have all day and to not be ready i was super irritated so he came out um and then we went to quote, what is that is it called clode clody park in whitefish bay and we park and we're we're walking he's like okay just come walk with me so we're walking And I'm so irritated at this point because I waited for you to get dressed. No matter if it was five minutes or 10 minutes, 15 minutes, you weren't ready when you knew you were supposed to be ready. So we're walking the walkway, we get down by the water and he's like, take a picture with me. Y'all should have saw my face. Like I did not want to take a picture because I was irritated. He was like, just take a picture with me. And I'm like, okay. He hands his phone to a lady who was just sitting there, probably reading a book, I don't know. She was sitting, she was sitting reading a book, he hands his phone and he's like directing her how to use his phone. He, had, he actually had a note on his phone that says, I'm about to propose to my girlfriend, please take good pictures. So I'm sitting there with an attitude, he's ready to propose and then he comes over by me, he's like, okay, let's, let's take a picture. And then, as soon as the lady starts to take pictures, he gets down on one knee, and then I start ugly crying because
5: <laughs> <laughs> I was so upset.
0: So it was the best surprise. My from being upset to being like, oh my gosh, I'm about to to get married, and this is what's happening today. So that was my take on our proposal. It it was a total surprise because we used to
5: talk about it, and Maris would be like, I just wanted to be me and you. And I'm like, no, like, my mother, brother, and sister, like, we're all so close. So I'm like, I need my family there. So he would be like, no, it's just going to be me and you. So one night we had a game night, and I was wondering. He just told me about it. I'm like, okay, we usually talk about stuff like this. So everybody came, my mom, my cousins, and things like that. So everybody got to drinking and stuff like that and, you know, got a little alcohol in them. And then I was standing up doing something, and then Maurice, you know, gave his little speech like, you know, I want to thank y'all for coming and things like that. So he played our our initial song. This is our song because of a night um, 112 Cupid. Next thing I know, he got on his knee, and that's when he made I, I instantly started crying and covered my face. And then that's when all the kids and my family just came up to me and hugged me and. He asked me to marry him and then I, I was happy. I was happy about it because we definitely been through some things. We definitely been through some things. So I was just like, okay. So since that night, we, we've been getting to it.
3: I didn't propose. Um, Rachel asked me to marry her. So um, it was one of them things like we talked about, like it's, we got a son. Um, I'm at her house every day. Like I, I probably would go home to change um, and then I would go to work. I was working like two jobs. I would come home. I would come to her parents' house, go to sleep or take a nap before I went to my job. Um, and her dad was just like, listen, you know, I know he want to be with his son and stuff, but they older and for them, they, um, you know, if you're not, you not married, y'all can't sleep in the same bed in the same house, uh, and be here. And I mean, I, I think he understood like what was important to me. I wanted to make sure I was there for my son every day. Um so I just remember her being like, you know, we going like are we going to get married? And I'm just like, yeah, like all right, cool. And then it feels, I I don't remember what happened in between her saying that and us ending up at the courthouse to get married. Like it just seemed like it was just boom. Next thing you know, we was just uh in, in this big ass white and black polo shirt, uh, you know, in front of a judge saying we get married. Ralphie. Yeah. <laughs> These pictures pop up every once in a while, like memory that you might uh that But you then had. you proposed a couple of years I did, later. I did. and our five year anniversary, uh we went to Chicago and I did uh on like Michigan Ave and people was like clapping and shit, like what was out it was walking past. Um so I eventually did because it was something it was important to me, it was just at the time and again, like we we didn't have so much stuff go on in that five years where it was like separation and then back together that it was kinda of like a new beginning. So at that time then I did I did ask her to uh Marry me.
4: The morning I proposed to Annika, oh man! Because this was the thing we made it to where we thought, well, we
0: made her think
4: that it was gonna be like this Christmas
0: party, family Christmas. Christ- party. Yeah, this family Christmas November party is around December.
4: It was right before Christmas. December seventh. Yeah, December 7th. So because I I asked her in the past, like if I was to propose. How would you want it? And she told me, like, well, I want your family to be there. I want my family. I want my friends. She my want the whole and whatever. I got my She wanna be cute, basically. Yeah, we get all that. But <laughs> anyway, um, so that morning, it took, cause you know, cause she nosy as hell, dog. Like, to the T. So whenever something, whenever something ain't right, she would ask the question like, wait, why, 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 she here or why she here or whatever? That morning, I was talking to my cousin Donald because I kept the ring. At, he kept the ring, so I'm making sure he got the ring, making sure he gonna be at the party, all that. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, I'm about to do this. Around that time, I had, I made my guy that helped me he propose, which he sung to her. Our pastor's son. Yeah, our pastor's yeah. son. He sung the actual song that Jamie Foxx sung to Fancy at their wedding. Um, that's when her friends started coming out. And her her back was turned. So when they was coming out, her back, they, she didn't know they was coming. Yeah. So when they came, they was pouring rose petals on her head on top of her or whatever. And that's when she found out they was here. Yeah. And it was just like, yo, that was another surprise. Yeah. So I got on one knee after he signed, I let my guy get his shit off or whatever. And <laughs> after that, I got on one knee and I asked her to marry me. And it took her a little minute because she was I, crying. I want keep blacked out a little bit. Yeah, so it was, it was yeah, we'll that, but she for sure said yes. And as everybody started clapping and so that's when she really found out this is this whole thing was, really it was a proposal.
1: Yeah, I thought it really was that. Okay, so real quick, because I know it's a little question. I want to just say how I was <laughs> that day. So I was at the shop. I was working at the shop still. And um, I remember being there and I think I had a client or maybe I did I don't know, whatever. But I was like, oh, I need to curl my hair for the party. Okay. I already got me like a little dress. My best friend, Tracy, was like, get this, you know, da da whatever. I had my dress already. So I curled my hair, and I was like, should I curl it, y'all? And they was like, yeah. Everybody knew (laughs) then, okay? And then also, even before that, my best friend, Kanshae, she had flew in. She was like, I cannot be here for two whole days before this, and not let my friend know. This is also like, so we was at IHOP. It was me, you, and Donald. We were at IHOP. This wasn't the same day, but it was like maybe the day before. So she came. And then she came into IHOP and I was
5: like, Ugh. and I'm like, Shay, what are you
1: doing here? And she was like, girl, she played it off. She was like, um, we here for my aunt or something. It's her mom's aunt. They live here still. And I, and my head, I was like, y'all don't mess with them. But, okay. <laughs> y'all good. Whatever. So, anywho, so yeah, like the day come, I curl my hair, everybody's trying I'm like, yeah, curl it, whatever, whatever. So, of course, I go home. I get ready. Okay. I get ready. Um, we get there. Um, his mom, like he said, was kind of having me all over the place. They were like, go check the ham. See if it's dry. I'm like, I don't want to check a damn ham it's dry. But that's because they were trying to get me out of the way for people that were coming in with big windows in the clubhouse at his mom's house. And you know, that was that. And then, like he said, they start talking. I mean, she's like, Roy, come up here. Y'all want to say something? I'm standing in the back. And she's like, I'm like, what the hell am I going to say? <laughs> but that's when I sat down. And I, he started talking. And I let him say whatever. And then, like I said, all that came out, the veil sang, and I was like, what in the hell? <laughs> and it was just, it was exactly
6: what I wanted. The advice that I got was, uh, you know, from majority, well, it was from both parties, my dad and my mom. You know, my my parents, because we were, because I was young, my, my parents wanted me to um, be able to stand as a man on my own and be able to take care of... Be able to handle taking care of a, a woman, a wife, and um, they definitely didn't feel like I was ready for that. But uh, a man and I had a conversation one night uh, while we, you know, we were out on a date and we were we were talking about marriage and you know wh- how I felt about it. And I just my response was just I feel like I got a lot of things I need to take care of for myself. And her response to me was. Why can't we do that stuff together? Like why do you feel like you need to do that by yourself? Why can't we do that together? And at that point, I, I didn't have anything else to say. I'm like, all right, well you know, if she's if she with me like that, then I'll go ahead and make you know make the decision to do that. And so once we had that conversation, there was nobody gonna stop me. My parents didn't stop me. I, I ended <clears throat> up I got into arguing with my dad about it. You know, cause he was just like, I want you to be able to have some money in your pocket and you know, be able to take care of a woman. Right now, you're not you're not in a position to do that. And I'm like, Well, do y'all want to help with the wedding or not? I'm not calling you about nothing else. Because this woman right here says she got me. So <laughs> that's where we're going. So either you with it or you're not with it. And they eventually got with the program and Yeah, hey, here we are.
0: Eight years Eight later. Eight years later. For myself, I did not believe in living together before uh, marriage, based on how I was raised and the relationships and talking to my parents. They were like, that's not what we do. You move in after you get married. So it's kind of funny talking about it now because we had an apartment um, that we started leasing before the wedding. We signed the lease, but I couldn't live there until after we got married. So he was living alone in our apartment, but I didn't move in until after after we were officially husband and wife.
6: She was there though. Yeah. She was there a lot. I was
0: there. <laughs> but at night it was like <laughs> yeah, you gotta she, go home.
6: She would stay till like the last minute. <laughs> <laughs> One, two in the morning and then drive down the street and uh, you know, I make okay. sure she was home and but we did not we did not spend a night together until no. Uh, we got married. Well, college, we had, we had some, we had some fun. We had yeah. some nights, but we never lived <laughs> together though. We, you know, I yeah. had my own space and showed it. So did she. So now nah, we never, we never had the same bills and yeah. none of that until, until after. Yeah.
1: It wasn't, um, like we didn't feel like, oh, we're not married. Let's not, um. You know, live together because I, I've already, I already at that point, I already lived on my own um, with someone, and um, I just feel like it wasn't like a big thing. Not that I'm not religious or anything like that, but I just felt like, well, we need to like get something. You know, uh, live together, see how each other live, how we cohabitate together, um, and I mean, knowing how he was at home. Because his mama didn't play that, <laughs> you know, I knew he was. He pretty much kept like his room clean and stuff, and he did a lot of it on his own. It wasn't just his mom. Um, but yeah, I don't. We didn't have a problem with that. We didn't. We didn't go back and forth saying like, "Well, my dad's not gonna feel a certain type of way," because at that point, I had already lived with a past boyfriend, and but it was his first time moving out, so I think that also helped because I already lived on my own. And then I am older, so not saying like as a mama or like a big sister or anything like that. Like I knew what, what to do, but the fact that I already had lived on my own. So, and I could just help him get used to living on his own. And yeah, that's just, we was cool with it. It wasn't a problem, It was no hesitation. We just made sure we could afford it. Okay. And it was, you know, where it needed to be. And yeah, we were
3: cool. I it last night I came home. It was nobody in our bed. I woke up this morning in like, three hours, both the twins was in the room, in between both of us. I thought I went to sleep holding her. Like, I don't even remember. I don't know how this happened. So, we, um, I mean, it's difficult because we got that. We got a teenage son. He moving around. So, I'm going to be real hunting with you. Like, it's probably, like, a couple of stories of, like, Christmas parties and, um, and, like, New Year's parties. We probably had sex in and all our yeah, family members' have Bathrooms, yeah. Like, yeah, it'd be, we'd be right on that bush. Like, we'd get right with it, but... You got you got to pick and choose your spots as you get older and stuff. You got to know like, shit, that window, that window, real finite. Like you got to make sure you. We get didn't christen a here.
1: couple people' houses. Yeah. If you, hey, hey, yeah, yeah.
3: mind your business. Yep. Yeah. Why hey. y'all like the bathroom door? Oh yeah, don't don't worry about that. We'll be uh,
0: <laughs> we'll be done shortly. I think the the um what is probably keeping it spicy the most is the challenge because when you have children trying to find the opportunity, um, especially during the day. So I think that in itself, trying to find those little times are like, OK, we got the baby sleep. That keeps it keeps it spicy in itself. What you think?
6: I think it's just the LED lights in the bedroom. <laughs> you know what I'm
0: saying? <laughs> hey, everybody got those, right?
6: Hey, you switch that mug to red. Pull the seeds, hey, pull the covers off the bed. Can't nobody cover up. And You got some nice silhouettes, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can make 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 puppet, puppet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yes. We'll keep we'll keep it there. <laughs> yeah.
4: Well, it'd be hard for us to even get in the bedroom because we got our son, and my son for like his spot in the bed is my spot, which is you know kind of a little issue or whatever, but whatever. <laughs> I initiate you know lingerie or you know, because I'm a lingerie person. I love that type of stuff, you know. So I would initiate because I kind of have my favorites and of lingerie that she wears or whatever, and I, if we was to go on date, I would want her to wear that yeah. specifically.
3: I think our biggest thing is that like I'm a well me being a Pisces, I'm into anything and everything like so. it ain't shit she can't run across the board. I'm just like, all right, what's happening? Because i feel like that's your job as a man is to please your woman you, you know what i'm saying as long as it's within you know um reasonable shit to ask for and you definitely need to be about that whether that's going to the store to the sex store or letting her bring her toy in or doing whatever she need to do to you know to spice it up but as a man you just can't allow yourself to be so caught up on your ego to feel like what you bring to the table is not enough you got to understand that there's much much more and you wanted to reach a a level of being, exceed happiness. So I just, my biggest thing is that, shit, if she own it, I'm with it, then we gon' we gonna fly together, shit. And that's how we came in, that's how we going
0: out. I don't have him, I don't have problems with him having friends of the opposite sex because of the relationship that we have. I feel that when you feel like you're lacking in some sort of way, and someone else is able to provide that, that causes issues, but we have um, a lot of communication, so a lot of his friends are my friends as well. So we don't really have any issues that I see. Okay.
6: That's pretty much the same, but as a man and, and and being from where I'm from, it's a lot of suckers. <laughs> it just is. Like it's a lot of suckers out here. So uh, I'm I'm cool with her being friends with you know the opposite sex, but. They definitely on the tightest watch they can ever guess that they are on. So, and and they will never even feel that way, but it just is what it is because, (laughs) just because of where I'm from. (laughs) How about that?
4: I trust my wife to not, you know, do anything that she ain't supposed to be doing, but at the same time, it's more so, uh, it's more so just, you know, Watching whoever she want to be friends with I don't I have trust issues with niggas um, Because you know how they is and you know how they get when they come especially I have an attractive one attractive woman That you know, I know she turned heads which I'm Definitely grateful for you know whatever so I know it's like I know what males be on when it comes to looking at my wife and fantasizing about what they would do or whatever. I don't even want to think about that, but again, it's more so trusting my wife.
0: Harry does not want to have anything to do with money. He is like, I'll make money, but don't talk to me about it. So, um, from the time that we've even, I think before we got married, we had a yeah. joint bank account. He's like, yeah. my money can go to this account. You handle everything. I don't care so you can tell me what I can spend and even to this day he's the same way um, in regards to money it's not of importance to him so I'm because that is my strength that's what he is like you can handle all of that
6: yeah. yeah I ain't no bump on the log like I definitely can work I work I don't have a problem with you know making money but I just feel like money is the root of all evil and um <laughs> That's a whole different conversation, but at mm-hmm. the same time, I just, I, 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 I trust her. Mm-hmm. I trust her, and I know that she's a lot more organized than, than, than I am. And so, I make money, and if it all got to go to her account, <laughs> I don't care because I know I'm be good. I know I'm gonna eat. I'm going to be able to do what I want to do, and we're know, not on the street, so. we ain't <laughs> the street, so. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a huge trust factor, and being entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Things change a, a, a little bit because, I mean, workflow changed. just learning how to, you know, maneuver in, in, mm-hmm. in a new space, um, leaving from uh, corporate jobs and getting a check every two weeks and direct deposits hitting. And I ain't got to deal with that. I literally don't look at no bank statements, nothing. You know, that's just something that she always took care of. But it got a little bit different when being an entrepreneur. You got got so much money changing hands, money touching your hands. So you got to be a little more disciplined, too, to make sure that the money gets to the right space and that we ain't out on the street. So uh, that's definitely a work in progress, making sure you do business the right way. And any, any entrepreneur knows the struggle of making sure everything is right in the way it needs to be.
1: I feel like nowadays we live in a day and age in our society where women expect men to have everything together and them to just come live. And it's like, nah, baby, you gotta have a plan too.
5: We got the magic happening. Girl, the feeling is great and I'm loving it. Ay, we got the magic happening. Everything.
2: Relationship Goals, the podcast, is a Full Circle Television production recorded in Everyday Media Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Our audio engineer is Deutch, and our executive producers are Marcus and Kayla Lewis-Allen. Our production assistant is G, and music is by J.R. Simulton. Don't forget, if you're only listening to the podcast, there's so much more to see on FullCircleTelevision.com. Log on to experience Relationship Goals, the series, in a whole new way. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Full Circle Television.